Okay, cool. So I don't know this. I found that, I found it a little bit hard to write like messages. So I was like, what is something that is like crazy in my life? So I thought of this title called Lost Now Loved. So, uh, so like, I hope I don't read it just straight off my notes because like, okay. Anyway, so. I don't know, at the moment, I just feel like it's really hard at, like, school, like, people are looking for love, like, what are they looking for? I don't know, like, I know what I'm looking for, and I'm only looking, like, to, like, love, love the Lord, like, obviously, but, like, why aren't people looking in that place? Like, we get so caught up, um, and we always have that pressure to be, like, or, like, Claire, like, really, you're going to love the Lord, like, why don't you come into our group and, like, show us, like, we'll love you then, like, you're so cool, you know, like, come to our group, but, I, okay, that's kind of random, but, you know, I always feel that pressure, like, at work, like, people are coming in, like, you know, they're kind of mad, you know, maybe they're having a really bad day, like, do they know God? I don't know, like, I know Lord, I know I have my Lord, that's, like, loves me, and I love him, like, so much, so, like, we should be able to share that around, you know, so, anyway, that's kind of a little bit random, but, um, so there's a little bit of Luke 15, which I love the whole whole of Luke 15. So first of all, I'll just read that little bit out. So tax collectors and other notorious sinners often came to listen to Jesus teach. This made the Pharisees and teachers of religious law complain that he was associating with such sinful people, even eating with them. What? So... Um, what? So Jesus told them this story. If a man had lost his sheep and gone... Oh, sorry. Sorry, if a man had a hundred sheep and one of them got lost, so think of that, one of them got lost, would you? Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, if one of them got lost, he would go and like... <laughs> it's a bit cute anyway. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um... Okay, so if a man had 100 sheep and one of them got lost, what would he do? Won't he leave the 99 others and go look for that one sheep um, until he finds it? And when he finds it, when he finds his lost sheep, his lost sheep, it's found. Um, When he, oh my goodness, where am I up to? He will joyfully carry it home on his shoulders. When he arrives, he will call together all his friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me because I found my lost sheep. We found my lost sheep. Um, Yeah, so in the same way, there there is more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents and returns to God over the 99 others who are righteous and haven't strayed away. So just take this. Imagine 100 people in a room. So got that in your mind? Like, it's a little bit hard to imagine. One of them's gone, okay? Would you notice? Because I certainly would not. Like, imagine that. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't notice. Imagine 100 strangers in a room. So um, I wouldn't notice, but God does notice. And when that one person is separated and missing, he will leave the whole other herd of people to go and find that one person. Like, isn't that just crazy? He loves us that much to leave every single other problem that's going on to come and find us so that is something already that's great love from God so without the guidance and protection from the shepherd the sheep will wander off and if they do wander off they'll get into all sorts of trouble and like be you know crazy sheep like they will not listen to anyone you know so um, John 10 verse 11 says I'm the good shepherd I know my own sheep and they know me um, yeah so then first Peter 2 verse 25 says, Once you were like sheep who wandered away. 
Once you were like sheep who wandered away, but now you have turned to the shepherd, the guardian of your souls. Like, think of that. That is so true. We were once like lost sheep that got lost. I don't know where they are. Now that he's found, he has returned and he loves God. He loves his shepherd who is going to keep him protected forever. Like, that's just crazy. And he loves that sheep and that sheep loves him. Like, that's just crazy. And so I got another little parable. So this is the parable of the lost coin. So Luke 15 verse 8 says, Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and she loses one of them. Won't she light up her lamp and search her whole house to find that one coin that she's lost? Um, and when she find, oh, um, yeah, and when she finds it, she'll call in her friends and neighbors and say, "Rejoice with me, because I found my lost coin." It's like, yay, my lost coin is found. Um, in the same way. There will be joy in the presence of God's angels when even one sinner repents. Like, how amazing is that? One lost coin can be searched and it is found. And when it's found, it's rejoiced. Like, hallelujah, I found my lost coin and now I have my 10 coins back. Like, my whole $2 is back, no longer $1.80. So um, the last one that I just love, like, the parable of the lost son, like, that's just, that is something very, like, just relevant, you know? It's just crazy. So, um... Yeah, so Luke 15 verse 11 says, To illustrate this point further, Jesus told them this story. A man has two sons. The youngest son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. That is a bit mean. Like, just think that. That's mean. Like, imagine you're going up to your parents and say, Hey, guys, like, I want your inheritance right now before you're dead. Like, that's kind of mean, isn't it? Come on, you know? Um, So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his two sons. A few days later, the son packed all his stuff and left, but he moved out to a distant land and he wasted all of his money and, yeah, he was going crazy. Like, you know, imagine that. Like, you came up to me and said, Shinara, Claire, I want half of that money and then you go and spend it. Like, I'll be like, Shinara, what are you doing? I gave you a whole dollar and you just spent it, like, on bad stuff, like, on, on not good stuff, you know? So, um, yeah, Shinara. Um, so... Um, about the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land um, and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him and the man sent him in the fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him. Like, that's a little bit disgusting. Like, he was so hungry that even that gross food that, who knows, it could be so moldy, that even looked good to him. What? That's crazy. He was like, and that's what happens when you just make that really bad mistake. Like, I want you to just think, that is such a bad mistake. Like, it's so mean. He was so mean. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, basically, then, at home, even, they, even the um, servants that his father hired, they had better food than him, and he was there dying of hunger. And so he decided he will go home and he said, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Um, Please take me on as your hired servant. So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way away, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son and embraced him and kissed him. Um, His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both um, heaven and you. And I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But his father said to the servants, quick, bring your finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet. 
um, and kill the calf we've been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast, for the son of mine was dead and now has returned to life. He was lost, but now he's found. So the party began. Meanwhile, the oldest son was in the fields working, and when he returned home, he heard the music and dancing in the house. He asked one of the servants, What's going on? Your brother is back, he was told. Your father has killed the fattened calf and was celebrating because of his safe return. The older brother was angry and wouldn't go in. His, fa- his father came out and begged him, but he replied, All these years I've slaved for you, never once refused to do a single thing you told me to. And in all that time you never even gave me one, one young goat for the feast with all my friends. Yet when this son of yours came back after squandering all your money on prostitutes and sell you celebrate by killing the fattened calf. His father told him, look, dear, you have always stayed by me and everything I have is yours. But, oh, whoopsies. Um, We had to celebrate this happy day for your brother is dead and has come back to life. He was lost and now he's found. Like, how amazing is that? He was dead and he came back to life. He was lost and now he's loved. Like, Like the coin too. It was lost, but it was found. And then it was rejoiced over. Like, that's amazing, isn't it? Um, so, and even with the sheep, when it strayed away, the shepherd still went out to find it. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, I was just having a little flick through the Vision 180, and I came across this sentence, and it, it says, the moment the son's prayer changed to give me, like, give me my inheritance, give me my share now, um, to forgive me, that's when his father, like, loved him again. Like, not that he didn't love him, but it's when he was like, like, I'm ready for my son to come back now. Like, forgive me instead of give me. Like, that's, that's a change of attitude. And that's amazing. Like, that's crazy. Um, uh, yeah, so, like, God is so full of love. And, like, I just think that's so amazing that we don't have to earn it. And that's where it's just, like, we, don't, we know our love is free from God. Like, he offers it to us all the time, whether we deserve it or not. But that's what the sad thing is about everyone else that's out there that doesn't know his love, that... Like, they don't know where to look for that. Like, we're here having, like, a party for Jesus, like, celebrating his love, and they're out there just being like, you know, my same old day, my daily routine, go to work, like, get money, go home, feed my family, like, the next day. Like, it's sad, like, unless that's what they love doing. But, like, I don't know. Like, you hear that complaint all the time. And so I've just got two more little points. So God loves us so much, and his love saves us. Like, I've been saved from his love. Like, it's amazing. It's incredible. And, like, like he has blessed me with a new life, and I'm sure he's blessed all of you with a new life. Like, I can make a direct comparison with my old life and my new life, and, like, I'm loving this new life that he's gave me, and it's all because of love. Like, love changes, like, changes who you are completely. So just one little Bible verse, Psalms 86, verse 15. But you, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in the steadfast love and faithfulness. So steadfast is like never ending like it's never ending love like and that's just crazy like yeah that, that's all okay so first i read uh, mark chapter 5 verse 1 to 13 they went across the lake to the region of the gerasenes they being uh, the apostles When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him, not even with a chain, 
for he had been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When Jesus, uh, when he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the Most High? In God's name, don't torture me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you impure spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside. The demons begged Jesus, Send us among the among the pigs. Allow us to go into them. He gave them permission, and the impure spirits came out and went into the pigs. The herd was about 2,000 in number, rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Okay, so remember, there was 2,000 demons in the man, um, and no one could bind him, not even with metal chains. Now, 2,000 is a lot. 2,000 demons is a lot. But Jesus was a lot more. They, he didn't even, uh, the demons didn't even resist. I would have thought they might have went, nah, Jesus, we're not getting out of this guy. But uh, no, they ran, fell down on their knees and begged him. And then he goes and casts them all out in verse 11. So if Jesus can cast out 2,000 demons, imagine what he can do in your life what he can set you free from. Whether it be uh, guilt, shame, stress, fear, all these things you don't have to worry about. It says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 to 8, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Just like how the demons were cast out of the man's life, so will Jesus set you free. That was a bit shorter than I intended. (laughs) 